0: your life hello everyone welcome back to the untitled sports podcast which will remain untitled because that's now the title so it's technically not untitled
1: i chose that i chose that i chose to keep it keep it untitled it sounds it yep. just sounds
0: dope yep yep so we can credit marquise for that copying off of kendrick lamar anywho uh what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about some sports mainly basketball if you were here last week know the drill um pretty much all basketball mainly the NBA. Uh, we're going to try not to talk too much. You just about... said all
1: basketball, mainly the NBA?
0: Yeah. Oh, I guess college. All basketball. college. college basketball. Yeah. Okay. College. We might get into some WNBA one day. Who yeah, knows? We we
1: did. We did touch on the WNBA last episode. We did. We, we did, did last. We yep. Did. Yep.
0: Yep. Yeah. So, uh, we're going to try not to talk about the Sixers too much t- this week. Yeah. There's nothing to talk um, about other than what we're going to talk about. There's nothing <laughs> to talk about. Yeah other than what we've already talked about and what we'll probably continue to harp on, which is do not give James Harden the max. Anywho, all. Uh, Monday, Lakers new head coach, Darvin Ham had his first press conference, and he said some interesting things. Two things stood out to me. Number one, when asked about the Russell Westbrook issue, he, of course, of course. As a coach. did the As a coach, did the you know, politically correct thing of saying Russell Westbrook's a super superstar. I don't understand why people are saying that he can't play anymore. He's called him I don't superstar. know why. I know <laughs> superstar. He's a I don't fan. know why people are acting like he's washed up. He's a great player still. He's still a superstar player. Uh, Obviously, we all know why people say the things that they say about Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Um, But he said that in the conversation that he had with Russ, the main thing that he kept saying the main topic or main theme of the discussion was sacrifice and he said that the main goal for Russell Westbrook is to get him back to being a monster defender and being engaged on the defensive end um, and having the offense, his offense kind of just flow from there. Now, here's the thing, right, for me. That makes sense. Is he going to do it?
1: I feel like He's in a situation where he has no choice. He has to he, prove himself, and I think somebody like yeah. Russell Russell Westbrook, who's like a hard nosed basketball player who believes in everything he says, believes in himself to to the fullest. He kind of like Jimmy Butler, where like he has, he's not the superstar player, but he has that superstar willpower, and I think because of yeah. that, he 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 will take the criticism, and I think he will definitely answer the call to to the best of I his mean,
0: ability. I'd say. Okay, I agree, but uh, I agree, but the idea of having someone who's a former MVP and basically telling them that their game is going to focus on the defensive end now—obviously, he said he talked to Russ, so I get. I'm I'm assuming their conversation went over well. We know LeBron uh, loves. He was there.
1: He was there in the press conference. He was standing there.
0: Yeah, he was there. So I'm assuming Russ is on board, but at the same time we saw some of the frustration that uh, Russ expressed last year when people, I think it was a reporter in like one of the post-game press conferences or something like that said, you know, you're the point guard. And he was like, am I, you know? So it's like, we we've seen him have some frustration with his role and not having the ball in his hands quite as much. So the idea of coming to him and saying, all right, well, we're going to focus on defense. It's, it doesn't seem like something that he would be super excited about as opposed to someone coming in and saying, we're going to make you the focus. We're going to build around you. We're going we're yeah. to have you run the offense the way you're used to doing. Somebody, somebody like Russ, where he's never been
1: anything less than the second option. Um, with KD, he was the second option. With James Harden, he was the second option. Uh, with, with Bradley Bill, we forget that he was a part of the Washington Wizards for a year. He was the second option. Um, he's yep. on a he's in a place where he's he's the third option. Shit. Yeah. Sometimes he might even be fourth or fifth. Um yeah. it, it, he's kinda in the same situation as oh god, I'm about to tie this to the Sixers. Here we go. Um where we when we signed Al Horford. Where we yeah. signed this guy to his big contract because of what he did previously and what he's done against our team, that we overlook the fit and yeah. we just think the, the person, the player can just do it anywhere. Um Lakers need shooting and Westbrook has never been a good shooter. So it, yep. it's just as simple as that. He he he's not in a great situation. They're they're not built properly. Um they have a lot of money tied in their top 3 stars. Um and that goes into why I think they should move Anthony Davis.
0: Oh, okay. So that actually ties us into the which is another thing that he said, which was the offensive style. He said that he planned to implement a four out, one in offensive scheme. Uh, oh, can, who's I, can I add this part? Can I add, can I add this part in there?
1: Um, yeah. Darvin Ham, right? Darvinham? Yes. Dude got shot in the face.
0: Yeah. We, we, like, yeah. he.
1: Like, that that was one of the most cold-blooded fucking responses I've ever heard in my life as yep. watching an NBA press conference. They asked him, of course, in context, they asked him, how is he going to deal with being a first-time coach at, and actually, you know, being in front of the Lakers franchise, which is so riddled with championships and championship as- aspirations. And he goes, bro, I've I've been shot in the face. I feel no pressure. And that that's one of the coldest responses I've ever heard in my life. And I think somebody like him and and who has added uh Rashid Wallace to their to their thing um definitely can uh give the Lakers franchise a change that they need they need an identity
0: yeah i don't i don't doubt darvin ham's like ability to coach if that makes sense or mm-hmm. to get people to listen to he, him he
1: sounds like a motivator
0: yeah yeah he but the thing is that also sounds like a doc rivers or a like you know what i mean like yeah. a, a type of coach where he's he, like when he said four out in my head i was just like how is that going to work russell westbrook is the one that's going to be in the middle <laughs> like he's yeah i'm like center. is is russ the one in i mean because he you played... can't have lebron russell i'm assuming what malik monk
1: maybe do you remember the the rockets lineups where he was the center
0: yeah, they yeah. Had, they had but look at but but look at where who, who was around him,
1: right? Shooters, like, PJ Tucker, uh, Eric. Yeah, Lardons, James O'Jar. Harden.
0: Yeah. yeah. So it's like, you know, Robert Covington, I think was on was there yeah. that year still. So he was it's another like, one
1: of their centers.
0: Yeah. So it's like there was some chance of that working in Houston, right? Right, and it it kind of did for a, a little bit, but in LA, it's like your best shooter on the perimeter is what Malik Monk? Wayne
1: and Ellison you're going to start him now? Sometimes. Yeah, Who? Malik Monk. Mean Malik Monk. Wayne Ellison is also there, but he didn't have a good season.
0: Right. Yeah. So it's like Malik Monk, LeBron, AD, AD shot
1: terrible. AD no. AD shot probably 16% from 3. He he was terrible. Oh my god. So it's god. like so
0: who's your one in? <laughs> Cuz if it's you're Right. If, and so, that's that was the first thing that kind of like first team you know, ever to play five in
1: <laughs> five in. I, I four mean four in
0: one out. <laughs> like that's what they four mean. in one out, right? Because even then, it's like I, I don't understand how I, I maybe the Lakers are planning to make some moves that I don't know about or call some guys up. Maybe they're gonna bring what's his name? Uh, is it is it Evan Ingram? I forget his name. The guy who's in the G League, the forty year old. Oh, guy. Oh, Andre Ingram. Andre Ingram, yeah, maybe we're gonna bring him back up. You know, uh, he, 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 he played, shot the lights out. Yo, he his two games in the NBA, man. He, right, undefeated, undefeated, and then you, then we can officially call the Lakers the oldest team in NBA history for real. So, dude is not even that old, but
1: he just got gray hair like he's
0: fucking fifty. He's he's in his mid thirties, right? Yeah, um, about the same early thirties, early thirties. Uh, okay, so he's, I mean, he's about the same age as Russ. Mm-hmm. So it's like they're not they're either way they're not a young team. And when Taylor and Horton Tucker is like one of your best young players, you're not you're not in a good position. And he didn't
1: show up. And in exactly and, and when they won the championship, he was a big factor. Um, but yeah. he kind of regressed. Um, maybe mm-hmm. that's because Russell Westbrook is now there and now he doesn't have the ball in his hands. And they run uh Russell Westbrook with the second unit, which he was yeah. in in kind of some control of. He was like the main score off their bench with uh KCP and Kuzma. Um, They had a little nice, like trifecta going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think, I just think uh, this, I, I can't shake it. AD has to leave. You have, I you, mean, yeah, you have no other choice I, because you're not going to get nothing for Westbrook. Anthony Davis is your best asset. You're not going to trade LeBron because if you trade LeBron, you failed. It's, it, yeah, you got, you got, you got it. But got not only to, that,
0: Le, Lebron is always the person in control of Lebron's career. Is Lebron? Yeah, you can't just trade Lebron. I'm sure he has a no trade clause. You're gonna have to go to a certain team in order to get him to even lift his no trade clause. And even then, it's like, what are you gonna get from that team it's without like, decimating yeah. that team in the process? It's like with Kobe when Kobe wanted to go to the
1: Clippers to Chicago. And, yeah, no, Chicago. Chicago. Okay.
0: And they and the Lakers wanted Luau Deng, and Kobe was like, "Well, if you bring." luau dang here who and all, along with. with yeah who am i gonna play with like along with all the other pieces that they were gonna get in exchange for kobe it's like who's gonna be there when i get there so it's like you know lebron's not gonna just you you, you kind of can't trade lebron because he's almost worth too much
1: yeah i so what, what is what is
0: lebron lebron has never been traded in his career right
1: <laughs> what is lebron's value like what is a a 38 a year old
0: superstar who seemed to defeat father time worth. Not only that, but who's won championships and almost put teams together himself. Yeah. Like he's, he's a coach, a GM and a superstar player all in one. How much is that worth? Even at 38 years old, he's still the most, one of the most valuable assets in the league.
1: Yeah. Like
0: even, even considering like, Hey, yeah. even considering somebody like KD or Steph or Kyrie, like LeBron's just as healthy seemingly as, as any of those guys. Yeah. So it's like you can't even, you almost can't even make his age a part of it.
1: Shit, I would argue he's in better shape than most of those guys. <laughs>
0: like, Maybe, yeah, probably. Yeah. Spends a million dollars in his bo- on his body every year. The only know? person who I can say comes close to LeBron in value is Steph. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Because Steph... I mean his game is tailor made for today's NBA. Fits he's next to younger. anybody. Yeah, he's younger. He's he's still pretty much in his prime. Yeah. He's not super injury prone. Like
1: an easygoing other guy than, everybody loves. Yeah. Him. Right. Sells tickets, Sells jersey. He can jersey. Play, he can
0: play multiple ways with multiple he can play with other stars, he can he play, play, play as the, the main star. Oh my god. Right. So one it's like one of the best
1: movers off the ball.
0: So there's really not anybody – there's nothing you can get in return for LeBron that could warrant trading LeBron unless you were to trade him to another team that had older stars but was just more healthy and the fit was better. And they literally traded all of their young players and draft picks to – the only way you trade LeBron is if you're going into a rebuild, like a complete rebuild. What is something they should – they probably will have to –
1: not not do but have to look into because you don't have no picks for the future exactly so you might have to go alright we won our championship let's see how this is next year and blow the shit up because yep. going to the future you're not going to have shit Yep. you're not having nothing so that, that's one of the, 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 the disadvantages of LeBron you have to trade out so much what he doesn't yep. like uh, what fits him the most uh, and, and once again I'm going to say it again AD has to go because even when if they bring in players, it's not going. It's going to be older players. It's going to be more yeah. older players who are trying to compete for a ring. And the one thing I would say that even maybe them they, the older players are going to stay away from from the uh, from the Lakers is because one thing LeBron always had to to draw people is winning. Yeah. He always if you if you're on the team with LeBron, you're going to the finals. That's something he always had. Now you Got see. It. Yeah, now you see he didn't even make the playoffs. There's going yeah. to be people not interested. So you're telling me I have to lessen my game and we're not going to make the playoffs? Yeah. I got to I gotta take parts of my, my game. I might have to come off the bench for the first time in my career and, I, and there's a chance we're not going to make the playoffs? That is now the the look on it for the older veterans.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's really only one option. If you were to trade LeBron, there's only one team that can give you what you want. And give LeBron still ample chance at winning. Who's that team? The problem is it's the Warriors. Oof. But the problem is the Warriors are not doing that because they're all. gonna have to trade James Wiseman, Jordan Poole, Gary Payton. And
1: Draymond
0: make like, money work. They gotta make money Draymond. work. Yeah, yep. Yep. Like you're gonna have to just give up too much. But the combination of Steph, clay, and LeBron. And LeBron, LeBron is replaces guaranteed. Draymond a thousand yeah, fold. Le- is right is pretty much guaranteed to win a championship. I mean, because look at them right but now. But you just have to sacrifice your entire future if you're the Warriors. So
1: I don't think they're going to do that.
0: Then they wouldn't. They wouldn't. But there's, that's the only that's the only trade that could be seen as a fair trade, because the Warriors have the young talent and the picks to give the Lakers. The Lakers have LeBron. Mm. It's the only fair trade. But the Warriors, being the smart team that they are, they're not going to do that. So then you're just left, like you said, with AD. But then it's like, who's the trade partner for AD? Who wants AD right now?
1: I feel like AD's value is still high because he's... Hmm, I think my, my, points are about high. To, my points are about to contradict themselves. It's still high because Anthony Davis's name and how old he is. But it, yeah. it also meets a cap because he's injured every year. Yep. So...
0: Yeah, there's there's definitely gonna be a lot of teams like, if, and not only that, he's he's more or less proven that he's he can't carry a team by himself. Yes, like he when he was I mean with he, the Pelicans, he, he's, he's gotten never, to a point where it's respectable, but right. he's never gotten
1: over that hump until he had to play second fiddle to someone, to LeBron. As, yeah, LeBron.
0: Yeah, and even even when he had like a great team around him, pretty much with the Pelicans that one year when they had Joe Demarcus Holiday. Cousins and yeah, oh, yeah, 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 and. Mm-hmm. And Rondo, Rondo, yeah, like they lost in the second round to the what is it, the Warriors, right, or the or the Rockets?
1: Uh, because uh, Boogie had Torres his ACL. Yeah, so um, it's like Rondo, Rondo played actually good. He,
0: he Rondo was, playing, was playoff playing, Rondo. He was playing great. Um, he was playoff Rondo. He was locking people down. But, but even on that team, with AD as the best player, they couldn't get over the hump. Yeah. So it's like I, I don't see teams. Jumping at the chance to trade for Anthony Davis, especially when we've seen that if you don't have Joel Embiid or Nikola Jokic, you can't win anything with a big as your best as your best player. Yeah, yeah. like and even you have, even
1: those two haven't won anything yet. So it's exactly like, you know, exactly. But they've at least ball, yeah.
0: they've at least shown that they can carry a team yes. to yeah. not only the playoffs but like a high seed in the playoffs mm-hmm. by like themselves. Fourth, fourth, by themselves.
1: By themselves, both were placed in. Um very compromising positions this year. Um yep. Joel with Ben sitting out and then Jokic with the two uh, other stars being injured. And they both were won fifty games. I think they both won fifty games. Or uh, yep. if the Nuggets didn't, they they were right un- they were right next to it. Um yep. they showed they
0: showed that they can. Um and, Um Like even with the Heat, like even if you look at the teams that are in the finals now, like Ben Matabayo isn't as good as Anthony Davis. Nope.
1: Robert Williams is not. Neither,
0: Al uh, Horford exactly. might
1: be because he's fucking on fire right now. I don't know what the he hell snapped.
0: He is, but look at how much experience Al Horford has. He's he's he's. I, I think him and LeBron right now, amongst active players, have like some of the most played playoff games
1: mm-hmm.
0: in the league. He's
1: he's made the playoffs every year but one. Yep,
0: and that was I think it was think it's like 100, 168 playoff games or something like that.
1: Fifteen years. He had he played the most NBA playoff games. To not yeah. be in the finals until this year. Yep. Now it's Paul Metslip.
0: Yeah. it's homie. So it's like, are you going to build around AD or are you going to put him on a team that has great guards? But then it's like, what are you going to give up in exchange for him? I think I have a team that will definitely
1: get want Anthony Davis.
0: Chicago? No. No? Team in the West. Has a dynamic guard. West. Oh, Portland.
1: Yes, sir. I think yeah, they, yeah, would, yeah. they would. They would. They uh, would. But,
0: but even then, it's like, what does Portland give up?
1: They have the seventh pick, which LA can trade, could trade for, and then flip. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they have a a lot of Anthony uh, Simons, Anthony Simons, who they are most likely going to flip. Um, yeah, they they could make a little trade
0: there. They could make a trade. Um, they could. But the thing is, nothing. It's nothing that's going to win the Lakers a championship. It's nothing that's going to win Portland
1: a championship either. It just gives them a better shot. Um, for the Lakers, right. he just frees up cap, and um, to to the point where I, if DeAndre Ayton is going to go out there and become a max player, I think Anthony Davis is definitely his value still has uh, has uh it has still, he still has value because yeah if if DeAndre Ayton is 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 going to be a guy who's a max player, Anthony Davis even with all the injuries is still head and shoulders better than it. is he? Damn. Damn, is he? <laughs> is he? Damn, because DeAndre Ayton definitely did play. i play him in that playoff series,
0: right? Mm. See, that's the thing, Ooh. DeAndre Ayton. But at the same time, he was playing with Chris Paul, so it's like yeah. Chris Paul is going to make you look great. Point God. Yeah, Chris Paul is going to make you look great. Chris so, Paul made but,
1: DeAndre Jordan a first-team All NBA player. <laughs> exactly. God, that man so, paid.
0: Exactly. So, you know you got to take that with a little bit of a grain of salt. But at the same time, there is something to be said about playing a role. If you were to put Anthony Davis on the team with Chris Paul and Devin Booker, you saw how, many touches, how many touches is he actually yeah. going to get
1: mm-hmm.
0: besides just lobs
1: mm-hmm. and or putbacks really and this things man like that? To jump. Like you kind of the same with Joel. Like I don't want this man to leave the floor. You know what I mean? Like I don't, you know what I'm saying? Unless like,
0: it's literally to score.
1: Yeah. Like literally. Uh, I don't want He's him.
0: not a shot blocker. He, you know... He's a, he's a good defensive... He's a really good defensive player. Yes, but that's is, mostly yeah. because of his length and his move... His, his, his ability, yeah. His, physic, lateral, his physical yeah, his abilities, yeah. yeah. He, but like, he's not... Like, his his timing isn't elite shot blocker level. Like, it's like Rudy Gobert. Like, Rudy Gobert is an elite shot blocker because of that's his size I, yeah, and yeah, that's his why timing. I
1: to, that's why they try to pull him to the perimeter because I'd rather attack right. him than have to meet him at the rim.
0: Exactly. Whereas AD one on one can guard virtually anybody. Yeah. But as far as like picking up somebody who's driving to the paint and like tying it right, he's not that. They won. They so, won
1: that bubble championship because they put Anthony Davis on Jimmy Butler.
0: Yeah. And yeah. like
1: we see, we see things of Joel being able to do it. We don't want him to do it as much because we don't want him out there stressing himself. Because he had a he had a little stop on Victor Aladipo in the playoffs. Where yeah. uh, you know he got the little stop, and kind of went and had the crowd went going crazy. So uh, yeah, yeah, but Anthony Davis definitely uh, is 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 the most. Should I? I don't know if I could say that because his shooting what? is not the best. I was about to say he's one of the most complete power forwards in terms of the ability to do everything. But mm, Tim Duncan possibly Tim. See the only thing is I wouldn't trust Tim Duncan on the the perimeter.
0: Possibly, much. I would say it would be between at this point between AD and Giannis.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Giannis does exist. Giannis because, does
0: exist. but the thing is, AD can handle the ball a lot better than Giannis.
1: And and this is one of the knocks against. And AD. his shooting
0: is better than Giannis's.
1: Barely, shit. Maybe. Barely, but
0: barely, but noticeable.
1: Yeah. Um, and this is the thing about AD that he gets crucified for is that he should be in the conversations with the Giannis's, the Joel Embiid's, mm-hmm. the Nikola Jokic's. But it's like he. Back Can't down the from the moment. It's okay. It's easy to go against a Bam bio, right, for him, for somebody his caliber and to do what he can do. Right. But when you go against somebody your size and that can move like you and you constantly get outplayed, like, even when he was at the Pelicans, the Pelicans were a better team than us. In Joel's early years, Joel would kill Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. Anthony Davis did not hold a candle to Joel's fire.
0: Yeah, because like, even with even with Sacramento with, with Boogie, like Boogie's... Boogie was kind of Boogie was kind of a same like they would kind of cancel each other out, even mm-hmm. though the, the Kings were technically a better team than us. But
1: <laughs> technically,
0: because like, yeah, I guess they won a few more games, but at the same time, they weren't doing anything. And I... we were like really young. Our best player was in his first year. Mm-hmm. But still, Anthony Davis and Joel were going basically back and forth. Uh, I mean uh the uh, Boogie and Joel. Yeah.
1: Joel Joel got the respect that day. He got the respect. They had that little contest when they kept slapping each other on the ass. I was like, And he was and Boogie was like, he's
0: gonna be the best big in the league when I'm gone. I'm like, I don't think it's gonna take that long.
1: Yeah. I mean then then I would go, Okay, yeah, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Like Boogie was the clear cut best center in the league. Even though he wasn't winning shit. Um Right. And it's crazy. I don't wanna disrespect Sacramento Kings
0: um fans. Um, but I have a lot of respect for Sacramento Kings fans yeah. to be able to be able to be loyal to the Kings still after everything that's happened. I have nothing but respect for you. The crazy either thing, that you're either just super loyal or you're delusional. Yeah. Either way. I respect it. The crazy
1: thing is we intentionally tried to lose and got to the playoffs before y'all.
0: And I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to like send shots at the Kings organization. <laughs> I'm, now, now, now. To be fair, you could you could give them a little wiggle room because they're in the West. Yes, and the West was very, very stacked at that point in time. Like the there were a lot of really good teams in the West. I'm gonna, but, I'm t- I'm gonna tell the Kings their problem after you done. After you after you done talking, I'm gonna tell
1: the Kings their problem. Go ahead, go ahead. Kings, hey, stop fucking drafting players at positions that you already fucking have. There's no point that you draft Darren Fox, Tyrese Halliburton, and, Don, and fucking Davion Mitchell, and then you draft DeMarcus Cousins, and the next year you fucking draft Willie Cauley time. There's no fucking point in drafting. You, you had an all-star at the position. Darren Fox on any other team probably will make an all-star team. It, like You keep drafting players at that position, and then you trade Tyrese Halliburton when you're supposed to fucking trade Darren Fox because he was older and he did not want to fucking be there. He made it clear that he did not want to fucking be there. He hated being there, and you traded the one person that wanted to fucking be there. He wanted to be the person that changed the Kings organization, and you traded him. Yeah. I don't. I I know Kings fans are hurt. the The fucking NBA world was shocked when Tyrese Halliburton got traded because I mean he's so young. I mean you know what I'm saying. He didn't even get the chance to meet, reach his prime yet. But he just seems like the for sure thing, even going to the draft, if everybody were to fail and everybody were to be bust, he was going to be the one thing that was for certain. Trading him was stupid and your franchise will ever for forever regret that.
0: Yeah, I didn't. I don't know. I didn't hate the trade. I did. I didn't hate the trade. I did think it was stupid, but I do understand that they weren't gonna they, Sabonis. They probably weren't gonna be able to get Sabonis for De'Aaron De- Fox. But at the same time, you could have just gotten Miles Turner, and that would have been fine. Miles Turner and and Tyrese Halliburton, as we are already seeing, have turned out to be a better duo than De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis. It's the simple fact they made that
1: trade, and Sacramento Kings only had two more wings than the Pacers. Yeah. And I'm yeah. not I'm not trying to come down on Sacramento fans. I'm not trying to make y'all feel bad about yourselves, but it, it, it's, it's a constant thing here, where you constantly draft players at the same position, and you take players. And then players, trade the good one. <laughs> yeah,
0: and then trade the good one, and then trade the good one. Um, the fact that they had Demarcus Cousins and Isaiah Thomas on the team at the same time—they both they drafted them. Hassan Whiteside was also on that team. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't—it wasn't shit,
1: but he was on that team. Yeah. Rudy Gay was on there. Um Yep. They had, they had a yep. couple they had a couple good players. They had a couple good teams that injuries affected that that they that,
0: that is playing it. But you guys but have still if they're depending on the age, you don't even care about injuries. Like look at what happened with Steph and the Warriors. They had Monte more Monte uh Ellis. Mm-hmm. But it, and Steph was getting hurt. Like he had ankle injuries. But still, they were like, yeah, we're trading Monte. We're not yeah. We're not trading stuff. That's what you do. You trade... Because he's young. We don't care that he's having these injury issues because he's younger. He has more yes. time to actually get healthy. Yes. Yes, yes,
1: yes. This is what you do. This is what you do. This is what you do. This is how Buddy Hill ended up on the Kings because they traded DeMarcus Cousins um, for <laughs> for Buddy Hill and like a first-round pick or some shit like that that they most likely used for fucking Willie College 9. Um, I... It, the, the franchise needs an overhaul. I don't know where you're hiring these guys um, from, but they're all terrible. I well, don't know.
0: Wasn't there wasn't there GM Vladi for a long ass time?
1: Vladi, uh I know he's he he's the basketball operations. I think he oversees the basketball op- operation.
0: Same difference. Like but... why?
1: Listen, let me get in there, King fans. There have King's there fans. have not
0: there have not been very many good ex-player GMs. Not at all. There simply haven't. Danny Ainge and Jerry West might be the and and no, because oh. Pat didn't play. Did Pat play? Pat Riley. Did Pat Riley play? I don't think maybe. Um, there really haven't been many good ones. Danny Ainge, Phil Jackson. Uh, he wasn't
1: who, a good. He wasn't a good executive though. He was a good coach, but he he was a great coach, but he wasn't a good executive. Uh, Phil Jackson. Right.
0: Yeah, no, no, he was not a good executive. Danny terrible. Ainge. And Jerry West are probably the only two. Elton Brand, really... Elton
1: Brand did a good job until you fucking signed Tobias and Al Horford. Exactly. Did a good job. Until
0: Elton Brand, It was a year. It was literally a year. It was like, oh, my God, fuck. And then and yeah. that's how it was. Yep. That was literally because it was like when he made the Jimmy Butler trade, it was like, oh, Elton's the guy. I was like, he executive for the then year. Then he made the Tobias trade. And I was like, oh, my God, Elton's Elton's amazing. Willing and to very deal, next not year, scared. They, In the very next year, J.J. and Jimmy are gone. And Mm -hmm. we signed Al Horford. and In exchange for Jimmy Butler, (laughs) we get Josh Richardson. I I was like. Who has been uh, on three fucking teams this week. I was like, like, Elton needs to go. Elton needs to go. He's played for the
1: Sixers. (laughs) Josh Richardson. Sixers. Boston. Mavericks. Spurs. Four fucking teams in the last three years.
0: Yep. Seth Curry was a great trade. That was Daryl Morey though, but uh. Exactly. That wasn't that wasn't Daryl. Kind of so, speaking of um, moving around some higher ups, Quinn Snyder resigned. Yes. Yeah, and down. first of all, where the fuck have I been living? I don't know if I've been under a rock or whatever. I did not realize Danny Ainge worked for the Jazz now. Yes. I was him. I simply. I was not paying attention. I'm sure it happened when Brad moved up. But I didn't I yeah. it never I never it never occurred to me that Danny Ainge went somewhere else. I thought he retired.
1: And it's so crazy that you say Brad's name. Because Brad Stevenson is one of the names that have been mentioned to take the Utah Jazz coaching job. Why? Why would right? he do that? Right, because Danny Age loves fucking Brad Stevens. Fucking loves him.
0: No, but why would Brad do it? Brad, Brad's, oh, no. he's Brad's about to job. win Executive of the Year. He's, <laughs> like, he's doing a fucking great job. Uh, why would Brad do that?
1: Um, he's doing he's done a, he's done a great job. Um, he's already
0: a, made great draft decisions, great trades, uh, hired uh, a great uh, I coach. Wouldn't say,
1: I wouldn't say he made great draft decisions, but he's done okay.
0: He's, I would say Peyton better Pritchard than was us. A, I would say Peyton Pritchard was a pretty good decision.
1: Um, they got some couple of duds on there. Like they had Romeo Langford. Sure.
0: Uh, but um, was that, but wasn't that Danny? Oh,
1: maybe, yeah, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right. Brad's,
0: Brad's only been an exec for a year.
1: This, is, uh, this isn't this his first year. I, I, yeah. I take it back, I take it back, Brad. You're doing a great job.
0: And getting Derek White like that, I've, I think Brad's done a pretty good job. And yes, then they're in yes. the finals. So it's like, I don't see why Brad would do that. I don't see why Brad would want to leave Boston at all. I mean, it's, it's, all.
1: Rumored. it's rumored more so because uh, he wants him. It's Kind of like when Daryl Moore, mm. like kind of like now, where uh even though Doc has been kind of semi confirmed to be back next year Danny uh Mike Dantoni name was being mentioned because he that's his guy
0: you know what I'm saying uh, yeah but and I do, don't I don't want Dantoni and DeWay Wade is over there as well Yeah yeah he's an owner right He's uh yeah he has he has
1: some um uh, percentage into Utah Jazz and that's yeah. and um I heard that there was rumors that the Utah Jazz uh don't want him to be there no more because really? Donovan Mitchell is linked to the Miami Heat. And who's Donovan Mitchell go-to guy now? Yeah. Dwayne Wade. And it, it'll be kind of crazy if Dwayne Wade is still recruiting for the Heat while
0: fucking working for a whole other team. Or he's just that much in love with Heat players. Yeah. Like, he's just that that much in love with the and and Tyler and, like, those guys. Maybe he just wants to bring some Heat culture to the Jazz. Cause I don't see, like I don't see how that benefits, <laughs> how that benefits uh, Dwayne yeah. to just move your star player to your old team, unless he thinks that he can literally they can get more value out of those Heat guys than Donovan Mitchell. So if they do a trade,
1: um, it's most likely going to be Tyler. Even though I thought more so Bam, but then again, you would lose your defensive anchor. Tyler doesn't play defense. Donovan doesn't yeah. play defense. Jimmy Butler will have to shoulder the load, and Jimmy Jimmy Butler has showed when he has to be the main guy, he can step up, but there's only so much he can do. He's going to get
0: tired. He loses his legs, like even in a 6 series. Because he's a two-way player. Yeah. Like, he's going to burn out a lot faster than a guy like, you know, Jason Tatum or even KD because Mm -hmm. he's literally – carrying the offense and going on the other end and guarding their best perimeter player. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you can't have him doing that and still expect him to be the guy that who's just going to go off and take over the game at the end of the game when he's already played the entire game and had like the toughest defensive assignments.
1: And for two back-to-back games to close out that series, he played 48 minutes in both games. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I, I don't I don't you're right. I don't see them moving Bam unless they get a center in return. Mm-hmm. Um And they don't have money to sign one, so they well, don't have to be.
1: But No, you know. no, not Joel. Not Joel. No, I never Joe. I don't want to I didn't know I Joel. didn't say
0: anything. I didn't say anything about never Joel. Joel. But if they were to trade Bam and Tyler and picks, it would be that, for a Joel. It if, wouldn't if, be for Yeah It wouldn't be for Donovan Mitchell if you trade
1: if you do this trade, you lose your chance at Joel.
0: What like you
1: mean? Joel, Joel could want to be there, but the trade package gets shitty. What do you mean? If they move on from um Tyler Harrow and they trade Tyler Harrow, Doki Robinson, uh, pick swaps, stuff like that, if they tie that to Donovan Mitchell then they're kind of yeah. out of it for Joel because now you don't have the yeah. picks to trade, you don't have as much assets to trade mm-hmm. unless you would then
0: flip Donovan Mitchell, but that wouldn't make sense. So it They would they would they would have to offer if they would have to try and offer like bam and Victor Oladipo. Victor this whole thing, Victor Oladipo is a free agent this year. They would it would have to be probably like a signing trade. But Joel doesn't want out, so let's not talk about that. Yeah, no, he doesn't. <laughs> let's not talk about that this isn't even a hypothetical situation it's just a fairy tale yeah um hopefully it's it's, not happen. It hopefully remains a fucking fairy tale okay oh, if you're watching this it's not fucking happening it's not fucking I will drive down to the airport and pop holes in the tires on the plane myself so it can't take off if I don't if, care what I have to do
1: yeah like I said <laughs> I'm not, if, I'm not if, if this that. hypothetical <laughs> if this hypothetical did happen I would support Joel 110 percent I said that I told Anwar that uh, I would support Joel yeah um yeah. I it's like i, I would I want to see him succeed but i will also stay in touch with the sixers i think i would kind of be disconnected because i've done my job i feel as a sixer fan for the losing i've done yeah. my job um for what five fucking years
0: um yeah it would be tough it would be tough because you know we we went through all of that and the promise was a championship, but at the same time, the people who promised us a championship aren't even here anymore. Right. So it's like, now we have a new GM, we have a new coach, we have new damn near everything. We can't expect them to say like, well, we started this process. We have to finish it. We got to, we got to take these guys that we got and get the most out of them. So it's like, they have to look to the future. So it's like, I I would hate to start a whole nother fucking process, I would hope that if we, we were to trade Joel, we could get great, like, young players yeah. who are already good as opposed to just picks like we did last time.
1: I would want something similar to, like, we talked about last episode, the Paul Pierce KG situation where we trade our best player, um, but we still are competing. Good. We're, still, we're, yeah, still we're still good. good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would want something like that rather than uh, starting over. I can't. I can't take it. I, I I I listen.
0: Uh, I can't, I couldn't do it again. I could. I would want to do. I would want to do something sort of like New Orleans. Mm. Honestly, where New Orleans got the mix. Brandon Ingram. Yeah, the mix. Yeah, up. they got the mix of young, good young players and picks.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, and, and I feel like Philly is not always the uh, attractive market, mm-hmm. but the players that have played here love it here. It, yeah. it, it It's one of those things where, like, you look at inside out, oh, my God. Well,
0: freaking... the competitive players. Yeah, the competitive the strong, The strong-willed players. J.J. Reddick <coughs> liked it. Ben Simmons. Yeah. <coughs> J.J. Reddick liked it. Joel likes uh, it. Oh, yeah. You know. Light-skinned players. Markel, Markel liked it. He loved it. Light skin ben Simmons, not so much. Super Robert like- Covington, not so much. You know? Bar- Robert, so Covington, like-
1: Robert Covington, did you hear what he said after? Um the Ben the Ben thing? Yeah. How was yeah. like he, he is expected. Uh yeah. with them and, and it's like Robert Cobson, hey.
0: We made what, you. You're right. Like bro, we, <laughs> we fucking made you. We gave like, you we the were, opportunity, bro. Like, yeah,
1: yeah. Like, you weren't shit, bro. You
0: weren't like, don't shit. Yeah. Houston did not want like they didn't value you. They at waved all. your ass. The, way, nigga. the reason you have the contract you have is because of, We gave oh, that to you. Because of the seventy sixers.
1: We gave you the opportunity. Never forget yeah. that. Never forget where yeah. you came from. You never forget because when when you're when we're your fucking last option, motherfuckers right. are like, hey, remember what you said. And especially job.
0: Especially knowing he would fit great on this turn on this team. Right. He would. He would. But uh. At the three next to next to Tobias and and Tyrese and like he he would be great. He would be a great three and D player. But you know. I don't think you could come back from that.
1: <laughs> Like that Ben Simmons situation, that. like I think he, we can more so forget about a Robert Covington saying that than uh, Ben Simmons saying some shit like that. I
0: I can I think most people don't even know Robert said that. Yeah, you got to be in tune. I say, you got to be very yeah. in tune with the Sixers, which we are unfortunately. Yeah. Um, uh, I wonder. But ben Ben's was very public. Very, and it was like, and it was and it was different. Like Robert Covington says some shit. Ben literally did not show up for work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like. You would you notice a person not being there more than you notice somebody saying something. Yeah. Little you know. Yeah, because uh, appreciative or whatever. Didn't
1: one of the players on the Phillies, uh, say like he fucking hated it here. Yeah. He said it fucking. He mouthed it. He mouthed it because they were yeah. booing him, and then he yeah. like immediately apologized because PR made made him apologize. Uh, yeah. you could definitely tell when something's a PR statement versus somebody naturally doing it. Um like Ben Ben had apologized a couple of times mm-hmm. cuz he was like uh, I remember he said something like uh, when we were losing he was like yeah we if you're on that side stay on that side or something like that and then he yeah. had to make a post Philly I love you here or
0: something like that it's like my thing know. is and this is a message to all people who don't understand Philly fans mm-hmm. we are like a family and what i mean by that is we care we wouldn't boo you a lot if we didn't care Right, Like JJ said, we're engaged. We actually give a fuck. Right, It's like if you go to school and you get in a fight and you get in trouble and you get home and your mom yells at you, you think she's doing that because she doesn't care?
1: Right. She wants or you because to be
0: she wants you to do better. Yeah, <laughs> like, she wants you to be... It's not, th- and- it's not that she doesn't love you or she hates you or she wants you to get out and leave. Like, you- she literally wants you to do better. And every other option of just telling you to do better hasn't worked. Every mm-hmm. other option of like, having like literally asking ben to just shoot the ball more hadn't worked mm-hmm. so when you pass up a wide open dunk it's like we're gonna boot at this point you gotta get yelled at <laughs> like you gotta get yelled at there's yes. nothing else yes that you can gotta can get do. loud you gotta get yelled at you deserve this yeah it's like a kid like if a kid keeps doing the same if you already asked them to stop and they did it again you it's like what else do you have to do mm-hmm you take something aggressive. away or you yell at Yeah. You
1: got aggressive. Right, they have to remember that.
0: They have to remember that. Exactly. It's like, clearly you're not getting the message.
1: And and, and to, to what you said, um, Drew Holiday also said this in an interview uh, maybe a year ago. I was watching an interview. He was like, Philly cares to the point yeah. that he went to a Target and one of the security guards was like, "I'm surprised you were even showing your face here. <laughs> like, I'm surprised you were even showing your face here after that sorry ass, attempt, or sorry ass game or something like that." When yeah. we care, like Philly, you gotta understand, Philly. We're like very, we're not gonna jump
0: you. Man, <laughs> like, we're not gonna we're jump gonna, you. Like I'm gonna attack you, not. you in the streets. I like you, but not. we might yell some shit at you. Yeah, like, like get it together, nigga. <laughs> like
1: Philly is one of the places where we love our sports. Like we like love this shit. We we live it. Like we we talk about sports like we're on a team. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we we on the team, like, we on the bench, like, we one of the coaches.
0: Um, you can even, you can even, Philly's one of the few places where athletes can literally just walk around. Yes. And we'll leave and you the fuck like, alone. <laughs> yeah. We'll leave, we can might yell look, some shit at you, hey, what's positive up? or negative, whatever. Right. Joel got into a fight at the, <laughs> the at Game. <laughs> At the Eagles game. Somebody niggas jumped forward. in to help Joel. Right, right. Random strangers was like, hey like fuck is he I doing. I remember like, that, that's Joel they, and B, nigga. They they was uh <laughs> like throwing they,
1: they was throwing a football around. They was throwing the football around and the yeah, like Yeah, somebody like tackled
0: him or like, yeah, yeah got it too aggressive he and like the niggas, Motherfuckers yeah. about the
1: fuck him up. Um, yeah. remember when um, Mike Scott got into the fight with the fucking Philly fans. And people like, yeah, for Mike wearing Scott,
0: the rest, for wearing a Redskins jersey. And it's like, yeah, bro, bro.
1: Motherfuckers is breaking like up, You can bro. yell
0: shit at him but you can't fight him Like, right. come on, bro. Like, we and need that, him.
1: <laughs> and, right, we need him. We really do. We need yeah, him. He's still on our team. And and to the, the part you, you brought up with Markel, Markel, it, it was bad things that came out about Philly, about that Markel situation, how we weren't supportive. And Markel came out himself was like, that's a fucking lie. Yeah, like they were very supportive. standing ovations. The fucking folks when he chants, checked into the game, like even when he making a shot now. and like people like standing yeah. ovations. Even when he comes back now, when fucking Dario comes back, when TJ comes back, when exactly. um Robert sometimes when Robert Covington comes back, you know like, Jeremy, J- yeah Jeremy Jeremy comes back when Sean Holmes comes back. you yep. give them that love because they were here. We exactly. remember Philly is a place where if we sign
0: a fucking two way player, we know about it. 15 got to you know about it. Like Markel got literally the same treatment as, as ben. ben Yes. Would Ben hit literally that? Literally the same treatment against the fucking Shanghai church. The only difference is Markel appreciated it and mm-hmm. Ben thought it was he thought it was annoying.
1: Remember when Markel got that triple double at the end of the fucking year and the fucking crowd went
0: insane? Bro. Joel was trying to put his hand up like he won a championship. Right. Like he just won the the heavyweight title or something. And right. he was like, all right, cool boy, y'all. Like he was smiling though. He was having yeah. a good time. And it's just like,
1: and like Ben, remember Ben? Like Ben, his, you don't want that. Right, you don't want
0: <laughs> like, like you don't Joel, want that every time. When he,
1: when he hit his first three, Joel literally came over there and fucking was trying to hug this man. He was
0: just like, "Yeah, like, bro, yeah, like, what are y'all doing? Like, what you doing, motherfucker? You don't shoot. <laughs> like, you don't. Shoot, we're happy. It's called being this. happy for you, right? We're we're happy for you, Ben.
1: Like, we're I, I, like, do people like fuck you up when you do something good? Like, it's like, yeah. are you used to like people just like? Not a lot, and I i understand it from the standpoint. It. It's like I'm an NBA player, but when you're an NBA player that fucking refuses to do it, it is different. Like when bobon was hitting threes, we went fucking crazy because bobon doesn't do that. Like you exactly. know I exactly. Mean? Like when when um fucking
0: Amir Johnson got the, like, hit a three, it got to the point like, where it was like, it got to the point where it was like he he all, he shot a bad three, and we were like, whoa, whoa now, <laughs> right? Because. Because at first they were just leaving him open and he would knock him down. We were like, hell yeah, like the whole stadium going crazy. But then he like shot a contested three and it was like an in and out. And we were just like, we didn't boo him, but it was just like. It's like that was, I understand he's trying, but that was stupid fucking shot. That was yeah, a it's stupid like, fucking shot. Don't do that again.
1: And he, <laughs> like, only, out. he only made four in his
0: career. Right. Right. Four
1: a career. He has a lot of attempts, but a lot of those are like half court shots. Yeah,
0: <laughs> same as Ben. I was talking about Ben.
1: Oh, I thought you were talking about Bobon. No, 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 no. Bobon Bobon uh, has more fucking threes than men. I believe that. Probably double. Because Bobon hit his first three as a sixer. Yep. He had his first three. And then he hit another one that game. Bobon yep. Bobon's not scared to shoot that shit. I tell you that right no, now.
0: No. range. Bro, he was he was killing Toronto with the fucking mid range. Yep. And I was like, why don't the we only, more? The only the only problem with Bobon was that he wasn't a good defender. hmm For He's the same so thing tall. that we were the same thing that we were talking about with Anthony Davis is a timing thing. Mm-hmm. Like Boban he has, just, it's like Bojan doesn't have to a,
1: fucking jump when he dunks. It's like, bro, just put your hands up, just do yeah. that. Just Somebody like that, you up. would
0: think like you should be blocking everything, but it's timing. If like, there's moves. a there's a there's a art to blocking shots and mm-hmm. playing defense. Like, I'm not gonna lie, there definitely is. And it, but I still think Rudy Gobert is overrated, but definitely, but overpaid, but yes, but too much. There is definitely a, a level of skill to what you know, what he does and the fact that he's been doing it at the level that he has for as long as he has, you know, it, it makes sense why he's regarded as one of the best defensive players in the league, but still it's, it, that's, that's the only reason why Mm. whereas with Boban, that's the only reason why he's not a starting center. Like Boban for a,
1: somebody who's seven, five, a legit seven, five makes Joel looks like a fucking small forward hmm. He moves extremely well. Extremely well. And yep. uh there's somebody, Victor something, Victor when when something that's supposed to be drafted next year. 7, three, that's yeah, yeah. seven 3 7 3 moves like a fucking guard. Terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. And the fact that all the East teams fucking suck, he's most likely we're gonna have to deal with this motherfucker for the next like 15 years. Wait till Bobo gets back. Bobo Bobo is a free agent. You know, holler at Bobo, yeah. you know. The I'm Lakers sure. are interested in Bobo. <laughs> uh, I, mean,
0: Lakers, so. Lakers I think we should sign anybody. him. I think we I should I think we should sign him because I think he'd be a great addition to the bench. And it's poetic. His dad played here. Mm-hmm. So it's like. He also could go know. to the Warriors, you know. Yeah, I don't want that.
1: I don't want that. I feel like Bobo would fucking become a fucking uh, elite. It,
0: like, Everything. I, I don't want yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want no. that. He, he would be. No. It'd be like another KD, but just not not as good as KD, not as good of a, a ball handler, but like a, a a seven foot wing.
1: I I feel like I feel like uh, Bobo in the right situation once again. Last last episode I said Jalil Oakford would still be in the league if he was drafted the right situation. I think yeah. Bobo would be one of the premier young players if he was drafted to a team that was actually going to play him. Obviously, yep. he didn't get to play in Orlando when he got traded because of the injury. But like a team like that, Bobo is fucking terrifying because he gets yeah. the, he gets the play, like actually gets time, yeah. um,
0: and he's what they need.
1: Yeah, the
0: yeah. size. I'm trying to besides trying Robert to. besides Robert Williams and and Al Horford, the Celtics have no size, so I I assume they bring him back. But well, on, on the Celtics? Side. No, they canceled that trade. Remember? Oh, right. It's they physical.
1: Yeah, it's physical. That's he, right. And
0: they traded him to uh, uh, Orlando with uh, RJ. His yep, it's physical. RJ and yeah. uh, RJ Hempton. Oh, well, then never mind. I would say the, well. We saw with depend. the fucking, the magic. It depends. It would depend because it would depend on what they do with Jonathan Isaac. Because Isaac, they're kind of, they're kind of the same a player.
1: NBA player, bro.
0: And they're kind of the same player. I, I think, I think. Let's be honest. Bobo's they're kind player. of the same player. Bobo's Bobo's better, probably, better Bobo is probably cuz probably better and he's he's a little bit longer but Jonathan Isaac's a better defender. Yes. But, but Jonathan Isaac like,
1: hasn't seen the fucking floor. Bobo hasn't seen the floor because of uh where he's time. played, yeah. Yeah. And then Jonathan Isaac has seen the floor cuz his fucking knee
0: doesn't exist. Yeah. But well, <laughs> when he does play, he's pretty Ooh. crucial to their to what they do.
1: So I I just normally uh like look up rumors, um Sixers rumors, basketball rumors. And it says that we're interested in signing Steph Curry's um brother in law, Damian
0: Lee. I like Damian Lee. He's a good rebounder. He helps yeah. rebound. Um Yeah. I like Damian Lee. I for me it, it shooters, shooters, players to come off the bench. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's really it. In a backup center. That's like, that's really all we need. So, like, I, I know, I, I know a backup point guard, a backup center, and shooters,
1: shooters, uh, defenders that could double as defenders.
0: Like, I will take even, lesser even just shooters. One, even just one, just one, just one good defender.
1: So, just gonna...
0: one, because just because you you need one good defender who can be on the floor when Matisse is not on the floor. Okay. Like one good three and D player. Other than that, you just need, like I said, backups okay. and shooters. So
1: I'm looking at this article where it says the top five landing space landing um, places for Tobias Harris. Um, mm-hmm. One is Oklahoma City, and their their thing is their dump salary dump. Yeah, salary dump. The other is, the-
0: but we don't have. But I don't know if we have the picks to offer. But to, this whole thing to- is,
1: is just a salary dump. It's literally just the salary dump. It's not but like... But the
0: only... But remember, OKC is only taking on those those contracts if they're getting the picks in return. I mean, they took on our Al Horford contract for seconds. In Kimba. No, 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 no.
1: They took it on for seconds. When... uh, when oh, You're talking about... Oh. No. It was Al
0: Horford. It was, it
1: was Al Horford. I know, but it wasn't
0: just seconds. There was... I thought there was a future first in there, too. No. Okay. Um, it was, it was well, three second
1: rounds. But didn't... Two, two and a half. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, The next team is the Indiana Pacers. Um, I'm trying to see what the – yeah, I mean, Indiana Pacers, you got Buddy Hill, you got the Malcolm Brogdon's. I don't know if they could get that straight up for – Maybe. Tyrese. Yeah.
0: Um, that wouldn't be a bad team. That would be a pretty good team. But the money thing, I don't know so, if that works out right. I'm thinking, because it
1: doesn't give you, like, they're just giving you trade destinations. They're not giving you trades. So I'm trying to put one right. together in my head. Maybe Tobias, Matisse for Malcolm Brogdon and Buddy Hill. Buddy. Which is players that we could use. Um, but Malcolm Brogdon. Then we,
0: but then we have a hole in our starting lineup. At the four. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I'm not See, I'm Malcolm not willing Brogdon, to. I'm right. not, at this point, I'm honestly not willing to trade any of our starters unless we're getting a starter in return.
1: I think and and that we are getting a starter in return. We're getting a uh, a better version of Danny Green. A better playmaking Danny Green.
0: A better defender. In, who? in Malcolm Brogdon? Brogdon? Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah, but Malcolm Brogdon people
1: forget he was all defensive fucking.
0: Cuz but but here's the issue. We're already down one starter cuz Danny's Danny's injured. So it's like we trade Tobias. Malcolm Brogdon replaces Danny, but then who replaces Tobias? George. Uh,
1: yeah, you're right. You're you're right. Um, next next trade destination.
0: Now, now here's the thing, though. That would I assume it will it will fill free some- up some free up some money, uh, but then it's like who's available for us to sign? Who can I don't give think you it, what I don't Tobias think it would. I think we
1: would be taking actually more money back. But it will be more players that fit what we want. Um, because Buddy oh, gets paid twenty, yeah, and Malcolm, Malcolm gets paid like twenty five, yeah. So that's forty million for thirty seven forty five. Matisse, yeah, to f- two million. I think he makes because
0: he was drafted lower. Um, yeah. so well, Matisse is a Matisse has a team option. A team option, are
1: yeah. most likely going to pick up because he's yeah. an asset. He's an asset. Yeah. Um, next the Houston Rockets. I, I, I think that would be another salary dump situation.
0: Okay. i us say be... we're not taking John Wall, are we? <laughs>
1: no, no, God no, God <laughs> no, dude. We just
0: have. But the you're fucking... right. You, you said it's not trades. It's just trade options. Yeah, they're just trade telling destined. me trade destinations. I don't see why Houston would do that. If you have John Wall and you're already doing the same thing with John Wall, you're not letting him play because you want to move his contract.
1: There's there's rumor. Is rumor that they could trade. Um, but obviously, we don't know what the Lakers' situation is. Um, oh, that they Russ? would trade John Wall for for Russ. Yeah, um, uh, oh,
0: but it's the but you just that's the same thing. It's literally the same thing.
1: I want to go off of this because like I want to see what they have in and in, in return. It's like hard to think about all the odds and ends. There's another yeah. one. There's another trade as a four team trade for Batiste Thybul. Right. This is the trade. I actually saw this previously, and I liked it. Okay. I really liked it. The Denver Nuggets receive Matisse Stebel. The Philadelphia Sixers, Sixers receive Zeke Naji, Kimrich Williams, that which would replace Matisse Steibel. and mm-hmm. he could shoot. He's better shooter than Matisse Steibel. Not great, but better than Matisse Dibble. Um And yeah. the number thirtieth pick, Chicago Bulls receive Furkan, uh, which they would take into Daniel Thyss. They have a Daniel Theis, uh trade exception. Tree. Yeah. Uh twenty twenty three second round pick via the Philadelphia seventy sixers and uh a twenty twenty six um second round pick via OKC. Uh, OKC would get the twenty first pick. It doesn't tell me who has the twenty first pick, but I'm guessing it's Chicago or Denver. It's one or two. Um that right there, Zeke Najee, uh I don't know if That's you watch I don't know if you watch Zeke Najee, but Zeke Naji is a, a floor. A floor space in five, um, who has yeah. has some defensive potential? I think he's like twenty three ish. He's young. Um, we we do we would have a log jam at center, but it, it's most likely whoever can give Joel the help that that game. He's twenty one.
0: Yeah. yeah,
1: he's twenty one years old. I'm older than him. Oh shit! He was born in two
0: thousand one. That's, that's about to start happening.
1: Yeah, that's fucking get ready. Wild.
0: That's wild. Right? I remember. I remember. I remember that. I remember the first year I watched the draft, and I was older than the people getting drafted by like a year, year and a half, two years. I, I'm older. Than, I was like, like, I'm
1: older than wow. Lamelo. I'm older than Lamello. Um
0: Yeah, and all these guys. It was are weird, making- doesn't it? Um makes I, you it makes you feel really bad about your life.
1: Yes, because they're millionaires and I'm here <laughs> recording a podcast like in my mom house <laughs> and millions of dollars and <laughs> in
0: health insurance and I'm just right. And
1: pensions, yeah, retirement.
0: Oh, um collective bargaining agreement.
1: Yeah. I would my collective
0: bargaining agreement is do I pay the electric bill or do I get groceries? right That's my Am I
1: going to be hungry tonight or am I just not gonna have electricity? They oh they made a they made a, a Donovan Mitchell trade. And I'm scared to look at this shit. I am so scared because it's I think probably Miami or New York. No, they made it for us. Oh. Oh, it's from the the Utah Jazz Tribune. So this is like legit from the the Utah Jazz um side of things. They probably
0: I, I feel like they were going to probably ask for too much. Like Tyrese so and Matisse and picks. I'm trying to read,
1: why don't I just say he re- they received this? They received this. I hate fucking reading. Okay, a mock trade by the Salt Lake Tribune in Utah has the Sixers acquiring Mitchell and Royce O'Neill from the Jazz for Tobias Harris, Tyrese Maxey. You lost me.
0: No, 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 you lost no, me. <laughs> <already was>. See, <laughs> you lost me. lost me. I knew it. Matisse, I was Diabu, like they're not. A 2024
1: 20, first round pick and a 2026 second round pick. No. I would trade Tobias Harris, Matisse, Diebu. Two first round picks um and 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 a cheesesteak. And if you don't want that shit, suck a dick. I wouldn't even do that.
0: I'll give you Tyrese. Ooh, I'm not giving uh the only reason why is because Donovan Mitchell pretty much replaces him.
1: I I I would hmm.
0: Tyrese has more potential. But if we're talking about winning right now, I would go with the guy who's yeah, already right. averaging already averaging 24 points.
1: Per and game. then he played he plays way better in the playoffs. Um obviously exactly. not this this playoffs, but like you right. felt like
0: he wasn't playing for shit. Like he was right. going through the motions. Right. And D- he's on the same timeline as Joel, he's not like, you know. So I would I Joe, D- Donovan pretty much replaces Tyrese. I would rather trade Ty Plus at the on top of that, it's like are you going to move Tyrese to the bench now after that year he just had? Like that's not fair. It's not fair, but so Tyrese Tyrese Maxey always
1: strikes me as a person to whatever the team needs, I'll do. Obviously, you he that's he's, true. He's he's the the best player in this trade going back to Utah.
0: In terms that's of that's true, who they were keeping. I I agree, but at the same time, look at what happened with Harden and OKC.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, if Tyrese
0: wasn't. continues to improve as a backup, and it gets to the point where two years from now he's a free agent and he wants. The money that he probably deserves, and we can't give it to him mm-hmm. because we have Donovan Mitchell, James Harden, and Joel Embiid on the team. It's like we're probably going to end up having to trade him anyway.
1: Okay, I understand that. Um But I mean, also that James Harden situation—they could have uh kept James Harden if they traded Serge Ibaka, but we're they, they would have had
0: to—they would have had to go into the luxury luxury tax, and they didn't want to. Yeah, they all they, all they, they, had, had, to, like, all they had to do was trade Serge Ibaka. They would, yeah, they didn't want to do that either. Because at the time him. he was their, at the time he was their best big. Mm-hmm. They had fucking Kendrick he was one Perkins. Of, yeah, he was one of their only bigs. Yeah. <laughs> they had Kendrick Perkins, right? Um, who was who was a enforcer? He was an enforcer. That's what he got paid yeah. to do.
1: He was an enforcer.
0: Um, so I would trade Tyrese Maxey, Danny Green, Furkan, and as many first round picks as we can give them. I would trade. Right, I'm okay. not giving up Matisse. Or Tobias. I would because if we trade Tobias, Tobias, we have no power forward. I would and if you trade. We trade We have no defense. Hear me out on the she-
1: perimeter. I would trade uh, in a situation like that. You would have to trade Tyrese. I understand. Tyrese, Tobias, Danny's no. contract. Hear me out. Hear me but out. It. Danny's contract. Furcon for Donovan Mitchell and Bogdanovic. Because now you replace it, and Bogdanovich is a better defender than Tobias. And he's
0: a catch and shoot type dude. That's true. That's true. And he makes that, significantly less. That that would enable you to to have a power forward who doesn't need to be able to shoot. Like because you get have ball three. To yeah, he doesn't Right, ball. you have three shooters on the. You have you have. Uh, Donovan, James, and Bogdanovich on the perimeter already. Joel can knock down threes. We obviously don't want him out there too much, mm-hmm. but. You can just have a power forward who can just stick in the dunker spot and have him catch lobs and be a defender. So yeah, that would work. I'm not, um, I'm not throwing lobs to Bonanovich. Yeah, no. <laughs> you you need I, honestly Paul Reed might work at that position is, but he's he, like just we said shoot. last week. He's you know he's too aggressive. Well, he wouldn't have to in that in that situation. He would be literally the only non-shooter. You would you would just stick him in the dunker spot. Like what they do with Matisse when he's on I, the floor with Joel.
1: I think we're 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 so past that 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 situation where we have to play someone in the dunker spots because they're of their inability to shoot. I think we're at a place um, where we want everybody to be able to to at least be respectable, so Joel at least has more time. He's going to get double regardless, no matter who the shooters are. Like we can have Seth Curry, yeah. Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, and Joel's still going to get fucking double. Um, because yeah. Joel, you know, Steph, Steph, missed a Three, Joel, Joel is going to get a fucking make a layup. So it is going to happen. And um, even
0: if he misses the layup, he'll get the rebound and put right. it back up. Right, right. So, so yeah.
1: he's going to get double regardless. Uh, I think something more like that, um, helps you. Obviously Bogdanovich is older than Tobias. I think he's 34, mm. um, 33 ish, 33 ish around there um Tobias is not 30 yet. Um yeah. Also still seems like he's in the prime of his career. I think I really I re- what I really respect about Tobias is that uh even though he doesn't he seems like he takes step back probably because people look more to his contract versus what he actually did because in the playoffs he was the steady hand. Yeah. Um he was. He was the very he very much was the steady hand. Um he played absolutely uh how we want we want him to play. uh mm-hmm. It is it, just Doc Rivers' fault that he left Joel Embiid in in the game where we were up thirty. So, yeah, yeah. literally.
0: So he, he was terrified. Yeah. So you you we we went over when we were talking about the Jazz and like what they should do and possibly a rebuild. We we talked about it a little bit with the Lakers as well when we were mentioning picks, right? Possibly moving picks, flipping players, flipping right. picks. Since we're on that topic, let's talk a little bit about the draft. So I know you had uh went and scouted uh some players, some potential uh some potential fits who can come in and you know come in for the sixers in that twenty third pick, right? Yes sir yes sir. so what did you what did you find when you were out there scouting?
1: All right. Well, first and foremost, if you if you listen to the last podcast, you know I'm super, extremely high on EJ Liddell. Uh, yeah. Six seven, six seven with a six eleven wingspan. He's a junior. He he's you know not young, but he he fits what we need. Very versatile. Um, can move his feet. He's very good. Uh, defensively, he takes he takes charge. It's he guards the the uh, team's best offensive player. Um. My my, the couple of things that that I've seen watching him scouting everybody I've uh have on his list I've watched them, um the even their weaknesses, um that he he can't guard smaller smaller guards he he he's, can't he can't like okay. he he he's he he has good feet for someone, EJ Liddell is gonna be one of those players who gives Giannis trouble, but mm-hmm. he can't yeah. stop a fucking um a Kyrie Andrew. or uh or. Even even lesser than that, yeah, like a Drew Holiday or something like that, uh, they can beat him. He has quick feet okay. for for four. Uh, one of the things they 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 mentioned that he could be the four or five in small ball lineups. He's very good. He's a big body. He's two hundred forty three pounds, six seven. He has an NBA body. He's ready for the NBA. Um, he just seems like he seems like a for sure role player in this league, and he's very gritty. He gets on the ball. Bo- he gets on the floor. Um he's definitely somebody we need. Um for this for this for this team. Uh next up, Jalen Williams, shooting guard from Santa Clara. 65 72 wingspan. 72 wingspan. Whoa, seven, Whoa. 65. 72.
0: <laughs> Wingspan's taller than our center. Um That's like That's like that sounds like Matisse. Yeah. Six-five, seven-foot wingspan. Seven-two. He got two inches on the
1: teeth.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: Um, what I have there, he, he was a star in pre-draft workouts. Uh, watching the combine, and watched, I literally watched the combine because they said that uh, he played in the in the game. Um, mm-hmm. The games that in they storage. had, he was the best player on the fucking floor. Hands down, was the best player on the floor. I don't know what that means because a lot of those guys are trying to prove themselves. And so maybe that adds more to it because they're trying to prove himself, and he really stood out. Um, he has, he has the, he defensive, like God, um, he has the potential to be there. He has the potential to be Matisse. He's not Matisse. He's not, uh, his defense isn't as loud. He keeps his guy in front of them. Um, the three ball is way more better uh, than
0: advertised,
1: way more polished okay. than advertised. The form is good. Uh, I think right now he's a better shooter than Matisse. Okay. He's a way better shooter than Matisse, uh, and that, that's probably not saying that much. But he has he has the fit pieces, shooting guard six five, the 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 physical things two also two hundred ten pounds. So he you know he's he's got some mm. weight on him. Power yep. forward. I I like this guy. I like this guy, but I don't think he should be on this team. I like this guy as an option. Uh, Jake LaRia, the L- L- R- 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 LaVarria, Jake Lavar Jake Lavaria L- Jake Lavaria Gatt- I- Gonzaga, right? Yes, yes, yes. Wake Forest, yeah. Wake Forest, Wake Forest. Wake, Wake Forest, Wake Forest. Um, six eight, six nine wingspan. Not the most appetizing thing for analytic guys. Uh yeah. Forward, very young. I think he's nineteen. I didn't write age on here. I think he's nineteen. Um,
0: is no. He's he's a little. No, he older. He's, he's he's young. He's eight. young. Oh, okay. He's a freshman.
1: Okay. Uh, he's a uh, yeah. Freshman, dad, right? fresh. Oh, he's a junior. Oh, god.
0: Yeah, he's he's older. I remember that because he um he how should I put this? He's one of those players that I'll put it to you this way. You remember Frank Kaminsky when he was coming out of college? Mm. It was it's sort of like that where like he's older and you can tell that he's had more experience and time in the college atmosphere. Yes, sir. And in like college systems. But he when sweated. he got to the when he got to the NBA, it kind of fizzled out. Same thing with like a lot of players like that, like Christian Leitner as well. Like, you know, really great in the college system, carried a team to you know very very deep, very far. But when he got to the NBA, it was just like he he was too he was almost too stuck in his ways. Yeah, if that if that makes sense. And Jake seems like a, t- a player who very much like knows how to use his size,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but in the NBA he for a power forward is undersized. Yeah. Um, so the thing that scares me
1: the much, as much about drafting him, obviously he's a great shooter. Um, six, yeah, eight, he uh, is. he has defensive potential, even though he's very slow footed, what scares me. He reminds me too
0: much of George Niang than yeah. something better. Um, he, I would say just from, I, I have seen some Wake Forest games and I've seen some of Jake, he, he handles the ball wet better than, than George. George yeah. Uh, I would say his best option would be to move to the three mm. when he comes to the NBA. Yes,
1: because uh, he's two two twenty seven. I guess the solid weight. Obviously, small ball is very effective in the NBA today. But yeah. I think yeah, definitely he he go down. He has the handle. He has he's he's not the best defender, but he has potential to do it. Like he he he's kind of like Tobias in his first year here, where like yeah, you can see that he's not a he's not a great defender, but he tries. Like right. he legit but tries. But I think if he.
0: I think if he was to move to the three, he could be more of like a Bogdanovich type of player. Yeah, I, I see that. I see that. I see that. That's why I want more but of if him. If he stays at the four, he's going to be an undersized four who who can't really... The only way I see him at the four is if he's like a, a Draymond type of four mm. where he is a lockdown defender, which I don't which know not, if he can I don't do. not
1: he's going to get there. I think he's going to be above average at best.
0: Yeah, and if he learns how to pass better because right now he's a solid he's a solid solid, solid, he's a solid passer but you could also sort of credit that to him just having so much experience yeah um that that's the thing Uh, bondanovich was another comparison i was going to do um yeah
1: george niang is is a great player he fits our team what we need but we want something that could potentially be better um And see george
0: george has the advantage if you can call it an advantage even though he's he's technically an undersized. Four. He, a big body. he has the advantage of the weight yeah so big he can body. hold his own he can hold his own in the post defensively out on the perimeter defensively he's not great yeah,
1: not at, all. <laughs> not at whereas,
0: all he tries he tries another one of those guys who tries. tries whereas somebody like jake because he's not super quick and because he's a little bit on the slimmer side he's not going to be particularly great at either end like at either on either side like on the perimeter defensively or down in the paint
1: so this next guy I'm gonna bring bring up has no fucking problem with that, and I don't think he's going to be available because he is such, he's such a prime position and he does it so well. And that's Tari Eason. Tari Eason, six eight, seven two wingspan, two hundred seventeen pounds, NBA body. When I say this kid is Jimmy Butler, yeah, I don't see, I don't see Tari Tari being available. I I don't either. And the next guy I have under him, I don't see available neither. But I see in mock drafts that he is dropping constantly. Sorry, yeah. Eason. Um, dude, long a- athletic, could guard perimeter and interior. Uh, very flashy. Gets out in transition. Um, jump shot is coming along. He shot thirty five percent from three this year, which was which was better than his previous year. Um, it, he he seems like he he's the NBA player. Like I love EJ Liddell. But somebody like Tari Eason is somebody I would more so – I would if I had to pick one person over EJ Liddell, I would pick Tari Eason. Um, if okay. he's available. I think EJ Liddell is going to be more so there in the back end than yeah. he is because he, he just looks so good. Um, another guy who I don't think is going to be here, but another guy who I've seen fall kind of a little bit. I don't know whether it's because draft combine or um, just who, people in the combine showing that they're better or seem like better fix. I don't think this guy is going to be here at all, but I put him here because I saw him at 22 in a lot of mock drafts and that's Nikola Jokic.
0: Jof, I I don't think he's going to be there at all. Yeah. But um, Yeah, he he's one of those guys. It's kind of like um I'm trying to think of an example. He's one of those guys that everybody projects to go later, but he'll just jump up yeah. Kind of like Cam
1: Johnson. Cam Johnson, we expected yeah, to go a little bit yeah. further. He went lottery, surprised a lot of people. I don't think he's gonna surprise a lot of people going to lottery if he does. Yeah. I think he would surprise more people falling than going uh, lottery.
0: Um six eleven, seven foot reach. Um what can I even say? Even Donovan Mitchell, even Donovan Mitchell, honestly, because the year yeah. Donovan Mitchell got drafted, I'm pretty sure we had uh two first round picks. And we ended up trading both to Boston to move up. Mm-hmm. But before we moved up, a lot of people had us, like the, the mock drafts and projections had us taking Donovan Mitchell at the at the back end of that draft. I remember uh, us – oh, God,
1: I'm so glad we didn't draft him. Um, I remember us uh, interviewing Chris Dunn because Sixers were yeah. looking to trade up so they could have Ben at the four and then Chris Dunn run the point. Uh, people yeah. forget that Chris Dunn was going crazy in summer league. He was going crazy. He he was.
0: was. Going, he was going crazy. He was. First game of the 27. But- Chris Dunn to me is another example of somebody who maybe wasn't drafted to the right. Yeah, situation. Timberwolves.
1: Oh my God, Timberwolves is either either they hit or they miss. It's it's, it's no yeah. in between. Yeah.
0: Um, and even when they hit, sometimes it's not it's not it, a. Great it doesn't hit. last. It's um, like deep. It's like deep, but it's infield. Yeah. It's not a home run. It's not like Cat 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 is a definitely a hit. Anthony, it's not a miss. Anthony Edwards he's, seems like a home run. Anthony Edwards seems like a home run, but so far he's like their only one. Even Zach Levine, you could argue that maybe Zach wouldn't become the Zach that he is if he remained in in Minnesota, but even Zach Levine has shown that he's not necessarily a home run.
1: Yeah. Um, I think Zach Levine, it's crazy that they spent, after trading Zach Levine and losing Jimmy, they started looking for players that were Zach Levine. It's so crazy yeah. how that works sometimes. Um, yep. ne- the, so let me go back into him. Would you see from, I would say, I would compare him more to a, a Demonis Sabonis than I would a yeah. Jokic right now because Jokic is a superstar. But he has literally the same type of game where playmaking is, is very odd that they're from the same place. Damn near Nicola. same name. Yeah, same place, yeah. same name, play style similar. I'm gonna compare him yeah. more so to Demonte bonus right now because comparing him to a, a two-time MVP, it's, it's it's a little bit crazy, adding too much pressure to this guy. But if he falls, I think six should select him. I don't think you don't fucking now, think about it.
0: Now, where do you see Nikola? Uh, where, where do you see his position? Because he's six eleven, power, power forward. Okay, because he's six eleven, and I've seen different mocks have him listed differently. Power forward. I've I've seen shooting guard. Like he has handle. Yeah, he, he has, has handle. He ability. has handle, and he has a, and he has a shot. I honestly would rather have him at the two or the three.
1: It's it, it's so wild that you can because we're in a positionless NBA, and he could play anywhere he wants uh, because he has that. I think he's going to. Yeah. he he's a better defender than Jokic is right now.
0: I I see him a little bit as more of like a uh, and please people don't come for me. I'm not comparing them. They're not the same player, but Luca.
1: Hmm.
0: where when Luca first came out, a lot of people were saying he's a point guard. But now seeing him in the playoffs, he definitely is better with the ball in his hands, but he's not necessarily a point guard. Like, he's – like, when Frank uh, – I mean, not Frank. When Jalen Brunson or, like, Spencer Dinwiddie are on the floor with him, like, he plays really well as just a scorer, not necessarily yeah, a facilitator. Sure. And I think Nicola – Jovich kind of reminds me of that. Like if he's somebody who can just go in and just score, not necessarily as a certain position, because Luka, Luka scores from everywhere.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think Nikola is kind of the same way. I, I don't really see him as being like a positional player, but at the same time, I feel like just labeling him as a power forward, is a little bit limited because I do want him to be on the perimeter quite a bit as well and handling the ball quite a bit as well. I
1: will also compare it to the Bobo situation. What position is Bobo? Exactly.
0: Exactly. What, what
1: position is he? Uh Jaron yeah. Jackson. What position is Jaron Jackson? Like what is he really 'cause he, he yeah. he's he has the size of a center but he doesn't rebound well. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you know? Um and and I, I definitely think that if he's there you draft him. You don't even think about yeah. it. You don't think yeah. about it you draft him he's a lottery talent he could grow grow with Tyrese Maxey even after the Joel Harden experiment um, yeah. I, I i think
0: if he's if he's there you draft him you don't you don't think about it you just do it that is that is a that's sure. that's part of the reason why i'm reluctant to kind of make any significant trades regarding like Tobias or you could draft Joel him or... and then trade him yeah like you can we can still do stuff with the picks that we do have, and we have other players, like we still have furcon, we still have shake we still have like they're not worth we still have a whole Danny lot under contract ten million. right like they're not worth a whole lot, but at the same but they time can add it's it like, together it, it gets yeah more... i would be more I would be more willing to trade some of the picks that we have that we do have, and some of those guys just to fill out the bench than mm-hmm. I would be to try and Shoot for another star. Because right now, they're talking about Bradley Beal or like Zach I, I, Zac and I hate It's this like, I don't, I don't want yeah. that. I don't want to do that. I don't feel like we have to do that. We've done it too many times and seen it not work so many yeah, times exactly. to the exactly. point where...
1: You need to go, hey, this is not the way. Let's go somewhere. Let's build it a different way. Hopefully, exactly. the armory sees this, sees the impact of having a bench. Look at Boston. Look at the right. Warriors. The teams that have made it past us and that's
0: beaten us have had better benches than us. You know what's interesting? I think we're starting to see more and more the end of super teams.
1: Mm-hmm. It's it's so much parity.
0: It's parity. Because, because there was like... You know, when LeBron first did it, it seemed like you couldn't make the finals unless you had three all-stars. Mm-hmm. But now we're starting to see more and more that that's not the case. The f- teams that are in the finals only really have two, I would even argue that Boston really only has one I will superstar. Argue,
1: I would argue that, that's, that Dakota State only has one, too, because Clay has not shown up.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know what's crazy?
0: Phoenix, I- only really two stup- superstars. Dallas, only really one superstar. Miami, only really one superstar. So it's like, we're starting to see more and more that just having a balanced, deep team is way more valuable than having a whole bunch of stars who can't fit together or can't stay healthy. All right. I'm going to say this last player,
1: and then we're going to talk about the NBA Finals, which we definitely did not talk about yet. Right, right. Um, I don't know how to pronounce it. I don't know if it's T.T. T. Washington or Ty-Ty Washington. Ty-Ty. Ty-Ty. Out of Kentucky, 6'3". He reminds me so much of Tyrese Maxey, but he's a better playmaker. Yeah. He he he's a pass force, but like if if I don't see that shit, I'm going to get a bucket. type yeah. player. And I think he yeah. fits um he he's he's he has uh, oh damn, I didn't write wingspan. Uh, but he had I think he had a 67 wingspan, I think uh, if I'm if I remember correctly. Um he seems like a guy that could play with Tyrese Maxey. That could come off the bench that could help us. We definitely need a point guard coming off the bench. We definitely, that is something we definitely need because when we went, when we go to our bench, we are so fucking confused. Furkan was our point guard for majority of the fucking year off the bench. And that cannot happen. Um, Yeah. um, And to, to what you said about moving um, combining Danny green and Furkan, that's $15 million right there. Exactly. That's, that's a, that's a pretty good player. I mean, maybe we package that, uh, Danny Furcon and uh, two seconds for a Terrence Ross, um, from Orlando, or you know what I'm saying something like that. The money definitely works out because um, I think Terrence is only get paid 11 next year. Um, somebody like that mm-hmm. definitely benefits the Sixers because we need bench scoring and and consistent bench scoring at that. Yeah, because like we started the year off great. We started the year off great where I was like, dog, we have a bench.
0: Um, cause we we were we were so deep at that point that like. Furcon almost barely played mm-hmm. uh. like Furcon almost barely played having Matisse and Andre and uh George like available to come off the bench and shake sometimes too mm-hmm. we we really didn't we really didn't even have to go super deep into like the the rotation yeah. Whereas now you see like we, we didn't we didn't see Paul Reed in the beginning of the year. No, we like, did at not. all. No, we did. Not. Like, we so, saw we saw more know. Charles
1: Bassie in the beginning of the year than
0: Paul Reed. Exactly. And even that wasn't much. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had, we had we had a lot of good That games. was pretty much that was that was actually almost just the games Joel
1: didn't play. Yeah, cuz when the beginning of the year when we was the first seed we was the first seed in the East. People forget mm-hmm. that. We were the first seed in the East. Uh Joel was like highly not considered highly considered for MVP. Um mm-hmm. Because uh, Ben's situation first in the East, I think we started off nine and four. I believe it yeah. was,
0: um, and then because we COVID. started off the the literal first couple games was bad, mm-hmm. and, and then, then we just we went on, on like a we went on like an eight game winning streak. Mm-hmm. Six, I think it was a six game winning streak. I think it was something like that. Um, six, yeah. six, then a loss, then two.
1: Yeah, and then COVID hit us uh, first with Tobias, then with Joel. And we were still whooping. We were whooping teams' ass. Like yep. we blew out Denver. We blew out Portland. Um, you know, this is before Portland knew that we were they were going to uh blow it up. CJ was still on the team. Norman was still on the team. Um, Dame was playing shitty, but he had he was going. He was playing through injury, but we were we were blowing teams out. Like we were beating teams we were not supposed to be beating, and we were yep. doing it pretty pretty like convincingly. Yeah. Um. And you seeing that you go, damn. We finally got some. George Yang was going absolutely nuts. Um. Yep. Furkan had a couple good games. Uh. Shake. Uh, Shake wasn't there in the beginning of the season because I think he was injured to start the season. Um. Mm-hmm. Matisse looked good. Uh. Seth. Seth Curry was legit our star player. Like he looked like a fucking franchise player in certain games. Um. Yeah. Tyrese was doing great. So it. And um. I think I think we just need just fill, fill the bench, bench yep. with with players that you know can 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 help. Like yeah. that's why I really like uh, a Corey Joseph. I really like that 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 guy who's been there before. He's only thirty, which is crazy to me. That he's yeah. only thirty years old, but he seems like he's been around. He was like one of the best backup point guards for a while. Um, but he, you know, in in Detroit now, so he's not getting that much attention. Still shoots forty percent from three. I think somebody like that who can help play make and also be a shooter is somebody. And for a team playing for a team that you could just trade a couple second round picks and you get them easily. Um, he only making five million dollars if he opts in. I think he is going to opt in uh, to his contract next year. Uh, somebody like that, some like that, can really help you. Um, small pieces, small pieces, yeah. fit pieces. And, and just just build around your guys. Don't stop fucking tearing down your team to to get, to get stars. Start.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I yeah. like Ty Ty Washington. And I like I think I think I've said multiple times, maybe not on this podcast, but I do like I like Kentucky guys. Mm-hmm. Like coming like the I don't know what it is that Calipari is doing that. Except for front Noel. Kentucky guards. Yeah, guards, guards. Not necessarily bigs. Kentucky's only produced like. Three great bigs: Anthony ever.
1: Davis, Bam Adebayo, and Cat, um, Demarcus Cousins. Demarcus Anis K- Cousins, and Anis yeah. Anders Cancer played for Kentucky. Oh, he didn't play for Kentucky.
0: Mm. I wouldn't put Anas Cantor in that group. He did
1: I mean, I'm just saying, like guys who were highly valued coming out of Kentucky. He didn't oh, play yeah. because he like I think he took money, so he yeah. didn't play. But he still got drafted. Um. So yeah, Kentucky guards though.
0: Yeah, different. I I would I like. The guards, like I said, I don't know what Calipari is doing where, like, his teams somehow never win. But at the same time, once they get to the NBA, they're like, most of them are better than the Duke guys. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. I I don't know what it is of, like, if he's trying to implement, like, an NBA-style training or system or whatever. But, like, Kentucky guards, over the last couple of years, they've just come out ready. So many. John Wall. Um, you Tyrese, could
1: go, Tyrese, uh, Emmanuel, Quickley, Rajon Rondo, like, yeah. uh, there, there's more. Uh, fucking Devin Booker, um, Jamal Murray.
0: Yeah, god damn. <laughs> like, you just <laughs> it just keeps it just goes and goes and goes. And, I don't and know. they all it, I don't dynamic know, players. I don't know what he's doing, but they just they're just ready. Those guards are like, different. Did we say Devin Booker?
1: Yeah, I said Devin Booker.
0: Oh, okay. I was like, Devin how do we miss that? Like, <laughs> yeah, that I, is, that's insane. And we're missing some yeah. even so don't even us. even he's not he's not like an all star or anything. But Malik Monk, mm-hmm.
1: another like another
0: one. I think if you put if you put Malik Monk on the right team, you it's it like the JR. It's like a JR. Smith situation. So with the Lakers, like before he was the JR best got the before JR or Iman got to Cleveland, they were just like guys who Streaming people knew athletic. about who were athletic. Yeah, but it's like Put back dunks. Yeah, but when when JR got to Cleveland, like he was a Integral piece, yeah. I mean, in, I, I, on saw, a finals team, we
1: saw that a lot. We saw more of the athletic prowls from Iman Shumpert.
0: I think Jr. really showed to himself when he was playing for New Orleans.
1: I think he showed even, he showed a
0: lot. But even in and New when York. Iman got, but even in Iman when he got to Cleveland, like people realized, oh, this guy's How a defensive he, monster, def- right? <laughs> He's um, a monster. Remember, remember
1: that uh, game that Jr. forgot the uh, to to shoot. Obviously, you can't, you can't forget that game. JR forgot Oh, to in shoot. the finals. Yeah. um, I don't know if you remember that, but Iman had a pretty good look to win the game. Yep.
0: It was one of those, like, the ball got tipped out Not and he threw that. it up.
1: And it, it looked Not like it was going to go in.
0: Iman, Iman had a good look. That was just a clusterfuck all over. People obviously remember what JR did the most. But at the same time, it's like, George Hill missed a free throw. Yeah, George Hill missed two. I think he missed. No, it was one. He missed. No, one. he missed the he missed the second one. Yeah, he Gershaw missed the second missed
1: the free one. Free throw. Um, Jr. forgot how to play basketball. Um, well, he
0: I think he thought that they were gonna call timeout, which they yeah, probably should have. They
1: Had another timeout, and remember, yeah. I remember Brian going to the thing going. We had another timeout. He was fucking pissed.
0: Yeah. Had 50 that so, J.R., J.R. yeah, fifty. Jr. Jr. wasn't necessarily in the wrong. Like he should. He could have just went back up because either way, it's overtime. It's like either way, either way, it's overtime. Whatever shot I put up is to win the game,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so it doesn't matter. I'm gonna just put up a shot, was,
1: but at the looked, same time, good.
0: at the same time, I can understand him saying, "You know what? There's a six eleven dude standing right here in front of me. Mm-hmm. I, I we should probably just call timeout and get a good out of bounds play, because again, whatever shot we could we put up is for game. Either way, it's overtime. So he's probably thinking like we're not." If I hold the ball and just sit on it, we're not gonna lose the game. Right. We go to overtime. So we might as well try and get a good shot. So I can sort of see his thinking, but at the same time it's like you got the ball at the rim and you're about to you you're right there with Kevin Durant, who I can understand, like, yeah, he's six to eleven, but at the same time, Kevin Durant's not a shot blocker. Like oh. and as athletic as you are, just jump in, up and try a, to shoot the ball.
1: In a situation like that, you know, he knows you have to shoot you know he knows you have to shoot so yeah. you doing a pump fake it will be very effective right there in that situation <laughs> yeah. because he and you had time you had you had some time so a pump fake would kevin Durant would have got up i'll tell you right now in the situation his first championship his ass would have got up yep so you know what i'm saying but in, in those situations and those like bang bang plays you don't think about things like that your your mind is how quick I get this ball up with the time he's thinking like let's just let's just
0: get a timeout and regroup and get a good possession get a good shot so before at the same time it's like bro you had the good shot (laughs) like you had it so before we wrap
1: up because I just got a text uh before we wrap up I I think Uh we should talk about um
0: the finals (laughs) yeah that the thing that's going on a lot of people were kind of panicking after game one I wasn't I wasn't either because if you watch the game, Golden State was in control mm. the entire game. It had it had a big mental collapse,
1: and a lot of people go, "Well, no, Golden State is known for this. They're known for doing some dumb shit." Um,
0: yeah, Like but, it's it's still it's still a three time championship winning team. Yes, and, who has one of the best players in the world on it? Like they're not going to do that again. Golden State is
1: is is one of the only teams I know that can go down can can be losing by twenty, going into the fourth quarter and win by fifteen. There, and Jordan Poole showed his ass. Jordan Poole was terrible the first game. Clay Thompson yeah. has yet to be seen in this in this playoffs for real, and that should be terrifying for
0: Boston. Yeah, and Draymond said it after game one. He was like, "Their role players shot 15 for 23 from three. Not going to happen again. That's Al is not going <laughs> to go six for eight again. He's not. Yeah, not like do that. that's just not. That's just not going to happen again.
1: And Jordan Poole played Jordan Poole game. I'm still. I. I think Boston should be terrified that Clay has not showed his head. Cause uh, if this goes Game Six, you know what Game Six Clay do. We all know what Game Six Clay comes through.
0: Um, I, I hate to say it, but this this Boston team reminds me a little bit of the Philly team in two thousand one. Because Jason Tatum's in his fifth year, AI was in his fifth year, and they're going up against literally the best team in the league. of this generation. I don't, and they and they won Game One. <laughs> And I, I, I don't see them winning another game.
1: <laughs> I, I think they could get one. I think they're going to split, but I think go, I think Go to state, in Boston. Yeah, I think they're going to split Boston, but I think Go to is going to win the next two. Um, yeah, Go to is just just too fucking good, bro. Yeah, when when you get when you when you when fucking Otto Porter is hitting shots, and fucking uh, Belitza is getting you're getting quality minutes from him, um, you could afford to for Draymond to take Draymond out a little bit early because of his. Draymond acting. <laughs> yeah. Draymond um that team is so deadly. Um and they're deep. They they're deep as fuck. They're deep as fuck. Um I, And they I, have
0: everything. They have experience and they have youth. I still say go to like state finals state. experience and youth. Whereas Boston's their most they're even even their most experienced player who actually plays has never been to a finals before.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's crazy. Nobody on that team, let me think, let me think. I don't think nobody on that team has been to the finals. Um, If I look down the list.
0: Not uh, even a coach.
1: No. No. This is first year coaching. It seems like it's always a first year coach in the finals.
0: Was it last year?
1: Last year, I think, was the first one. No. Last year was Miami. No, Monty Williams never went to the finals.
0: As a head coach, no. As a head coach, never been. To a but he had been a head coach before. Monty Williams coached the Lakers.
1: No, I'm saying like as 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 a first. Or the, timer. Sh- the the Hornets. I'm sorry. I mean like a first timer going to the finals. Oh right, right. Yeah, it's always one. No, no. Timer.
0: That was his second year. That was his second year. His first year was the bubble year.
1: They didn't go to the finals.
0: No, I'm saying it was his first. No, this is the. I'm... I thought we were talking about first year head coaches in the finals. I'm saying like first the first time
1: getting to the finals.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. first
1: time, like no, no. I, obviously, Matsu Williams has won Coach of the Year before. I think, um, yeah. uh, oh well, he won it last year. But I mean, like, I thought he won it before. Um, there's a lot of first-time coaches. Uh, before that, Frank Vogel was the first first time um getting to the finals. He was obviously a mm-hmm. coach with the Pacers. He had a good run. Um, the year before that, uh,
0: Budenhoser. Yeah, Budenholzer. No, actually, Budenholzer was last year. Putin holds their hand, Monty. Yeah. So there's a lot and of in f- la- the year before that was Frank Vogel.
1: Yeah. Um Who was the year before that? Lakers
0: uh fucking no, academic. Uh, yeah,
1: the year year before that too. Toronto. Um Nick, yep, Nurse. Nick Nurse. So it's always yep. a first. It seems like it's always a first for someone. Um yeah. so fire Doc Rivers. So we can have a first time. <laughs> That's the plan. That's the plan. You just, just keep firing coaches until
0: we get one. We're gonna get one. We just gotta keep firing coaches. You know what coaches. I? You know what I hate about the NBA is the way that they recycle coaches. Mm-hmm. I hate it. It's hard for a you don't coach don't, to get a you don't chance. really you don't you don't really see it that much in the NFL. Yeah, like you see college coaches moving up. You see assistants, offensive coordinators getting head coaching jobs all the time. You don't see as many first. Time head coaches in the NBA. You see a lot of guys who are just going from one team to another. Yeah, or
1: or they would take a back seat for a little while, and then they will be exactly. A coach um, yeah, Dan Tony, kind of like D'Antoni. Yeah, he's taking the back seat, but you. Tony. Kenny Atkinson the, is a finalist. The finalist Frank, for the uh, Google, job.
0: Kenny Atkinson. Yeah. Uh, who else? Um, what's his name? Used to coach the. Used to coach the Mavericks. Now he coaches the Pacers. Oh, uh, Rick Carlisle. Rick Carlisle. Mm-hmm. Uh the Stan Van Gundy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got multiple chances. I don't know why, but he, he got multiple Exactly. Chances. Exactly. Mark Jackson can't get a call though. <laughs> no.
0: He can't. That's I mean, he... I think he he, he got but, some
1: interest from the Kings job, but you know. And um,
0: what's his name? Uh cuz you got me thinking about Blackhead coaches now. Um not Lloyd Pierce. Lloyd Pierce is gone now. Dave McMillan.
1: Nate McMillan.
0: Nate McMillan. Nate McMillan used mm-hmm. to coach the Pacers, now he's in at in Atlanta.
1: They did a great, he did a great job that that run, but obviously Atlanta has more problems than they did last year. Uh,
0: I mean Nate McMillan's a good coach. Yes, like he he turned the Pacers around too. Mm-hmm. He did. And He got there. He did. I I don't know. I mean, I think, I think there are some coaches that don't get enough chances, and then there are some coaches that get too many.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like Stan Van Gundy went to one Finals. Yeah, and he, he's had recently, a last, million jobs since two then. years
1: ago. He should not be a coach. He's not a coach in this era. He's right. just
0: not. He's just not. Um, I would say the same thing about Doc. Yeah, like Doc's. Like yeah. like we said, he's a motivator. He's a He's a guy who can get people to listen to him and He'd be rally a great behind assistant him. Coach. he's not. He's not a. He's not a the assistant coach. That's, guys. A, that's a. That's very much assistant coach
1: qualities. Um, yep. Uh, Doc is well respected as he should be. Uh, one coach of the year, I think his first year in the league, but um, the best
0: coaches always have both.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and there's not too many guys who you could think of, but the best coaches have both, and that's why honestly, when I saw that that list that they put up, the top what was it, five or six coaches of all time, 15. and Doc was on it.
1: Yeah, top fifteen.
0: Yeah, and Doc was on it. I was like, I don't know about that, because they had a, some guy, had Pat Riley. Mm-hmm. They had Pop, of course, Phil Jackson, and Pop Spoke. They Like, yeah, like, Spoke. people that deserve to be there. Steve Kerr without a doubt deserved to be like there. like what Steve Kerr did for that offense when he came in like they were running plays I had never seen before mm-hmm. that little that elevator doors play I don't know if you've ever seen it where they have two where they have two guys they would they would have I, I believe at the time it was uh it was uh not Bogut oh yeah it might have been Bogut and um Oh, what was his name? He played at UCLA. Um You know who I'm talking about. A white guy. UCLA? Yeah.
1: Wait, he's uh, I cannot
0: remember his name. Center? Power Forward. Power Forward. Ooh. And he could shoot. Yeah, I cannot remember his name. I'm trying but to think. Uh he was he was pretty good though. He had his he definitely had his best years on Golden State though. But they would, bigs, they would have two bigs. They would have two bigs at both elbows. Like on both side, both ends of the free throw line, and they would have Steph cut down to the baseline and then come back up between them. And as his defender is following them, the two bigs would literally just sidestep into each other and close it off. <laughs> Behind, so Steph would run between them and then they would close yeah. it off, and then Steph would get an open shot at the top of the Are key. Are you talking about Kevin Looney? No, not he's white. Oh no, okay. Well, that's not I'm good. about to look. I'm about to look him up. Oh, but they it, called it the they, they called it the elevator doors play, and I thought it was like hilarious, and it was so genius, and I was, was like, Yo, I've never seen it. anything, I've never seen anything like this before.
1: I'm trying to think.
0: Uh I'm about to look him up.
1: Um, another play they have is like this backdoor play, and it, it, it normally is for Clay, and they would have them under the rim. They would literally have uh under the rim. They would have two screeners. Uh, so the play, so the other, David Lee. Lee. I just remember David, David, oh, David Lee. David Lee. Okay. Yeah. So the play is literally there's four guys literally under the rim. Draymond's normally being the inbounder. And they would have, they will have Steph run, have a screen. It would be Clay also as a screener. It would be three screeners. Clay, mm-hmm. com- Steph comes off, runs, get the attention. Normally the screens are screens are set so good. This was Bogut uh, and uh, somebody else. I think Zaza, Zaza was one of yeah. them and they would have the and a like strong ass motherfucker yeah. also a cheater but they he, he would run off and they they would have to overcommit so somebody would have to overcommit and Clay would be wide the fuck open in the corner yep and i'm just yep. like how do you lose sight of that and it, it's so crazy um my my finance prediction still reigns true i think go to state is 6 i still did boston they would split um but i, I think go, go uh Golden State is is going to be the NBA
0: champion. Yeah, I think so too. NBA champion. I think so too.
1: Four four time um, champion Steph Curry. I feel like that's going to be a thing. One away. One away from Kobe.
0: And if, and his first Finals MVP, which should should be a second.
1: Andre Iguodala
0: winning Finals
1: MVP when LeBron averaged thirty five that series is fucking ridiculous, bro. It's ridiculous. It's fucking it's crazy. ridiculous, bro.
0: Is crazy
1: because he shot because Bron shot under forty percent, but LeBron was yeah. the
0: only fucking player sometimes. Like, you know what? And I just realized David Lee didn't play for UCLA; he played for Florida. Mm-hmm. That's probably why you could you didn't guess him because like you're I, right. I Googled, you're I right, Googled Kevon, Kevon yeah. Looney uh, played for UCLA. Yeah, that's why I was like
1: thinking. I was, thinking I was thinking of the jersey. Like normally, I could picture like Kevin Love's or Russell Westbrook's. The Lonzo yeah. balls. I can picture them in the in the jerseys. I use. think
0: I always, I think I always naturally associate Golden State Warriors players with UCLA just because of the colors. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Their colors. I think are think that's what. The same. I think that's what always fucks me up.
1: Yeah. Who else played for UCLA? Fucking did, did Westbrook. Otto Park, Otto Park? I said Westbrook. Westbrook. Kevin Love. Oh. All those. All those things. Uh, uh Zach Levine. Mm-hmm. Uh, did Lou Dane play for UCLA?
0: No. No, I think you I think he played for USC.
1: Maybe. Did he?
0: I think so. Let me see here.
1: I thought he I oh, I swear I swear I could see him in that jersey.
0: No, actually, I don't think he played did he play college basketball in the US? I think he did.
1: Duke. Whoa! Play for Duke. Oh. Yep. Oh, uh, okay. Makes sense now. Makes sense because when he got to Cleveland, when he got to Cleveland, he was playing with Kyrie, and Kyrie, uh, him and him, Kyrie, were both from Duke. Uh, I remember. Yeah. Because really. it was like a trade that wasn't a trade. You know, he just yeah. now speaking of Luau Deng, and then we're gonna wrap it up. Luau Dang just got got paid for last season. That last year really? was his final year of getting paid from that 2016 contract. Wow,
0: yeah, that's crazy.
1: Talk about securing the fucking bag, right? <laughs> Dude, securing the bag. I think right. his, his last check was like five mil. Isn't this, Joakim Noah still getting paid? Get paid by the Knicks. Yep. Still getting paid by the Knicks. We're still paying Calo um, Quinn and um, yeah, and Mike Scott. Mike Scott. yeah, and Bert Brown. We're still paying Bert Brown because we terminated his contract. Um, yeah, yeah,
0: that's it. Crazy. That's all all right well that will wrap it up for this week folks make sure to join us us. well we'll be june when it happens Junus, but Junus. i meant to say join Junus. join us that's that's the new problem join Junus. us next week for another episode of the untitled sports podcast hope you enjoyed uh make sure to follow me and marquise on our social media platforms which i'm sure marquise will link somewhere yes for you to find
1: also um, also shout out to us uh Twenty-one yeah. days into the sixty-three downloads, we appreciate y'all. Uh, we got <laughs> fans and uh, that listen to us in Barcelona, Moscow, Russia, Spain, Barcelona, You know, Barjor. Uh, <laughs> we really appreciate y'all for showing the constant support. Um, there's some. There's somewhere else. I'm forgetting. Why am I forgetting this? I want to shout this out because I thought it was so crazy that someone. I have it. Like I literally had wrote it down because I thought it was so freaking crazy. Um, there we go. China. No, it's not China. It's not China. It was Belgium. Belgium. Belgium, oh, Belgium okay. is our second most, other than Philly, where we, we, we live. Uh, Belgium is our second most uh, downloaded place. Okay.
0: So, we're nice. wise. We love we're, your waffles.
1: We love your fucking
0: waffles, man. We love They're amazing. Waffles. They are amazing. The Dutch did start the slave trade, though. Wait, are Belgian people Dutch? No. What's Holland? No, the Netherlands. The Netherlands. They're the Dutch people. That's right. Belgians are cool. We love your waffles. We love your waffles, man. Yeah. They're amazing. I need a Belgian waffle maker. We're off topic. You're off topic. Bye, guys. Bye.